0: Welcome to a new season and a new episode of the Peace, Purpose, and Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Life Coach Sharika Dunston. It is season two, y'all. We made it through the summer. You know, um, I kind of went on hiatus without even telling you all goodbye. I'm sorry, but I'm back now fall is almost here. And this is a time of change, right? People look forward to the leaves changing colors on the trees and eventually falling off and dying and winter comes and all that jazz. Once September hits, it's like the end of an era. So, I'm doing things a little differently this season with the podcast. Instead of interviewing my friends in the business world, I will be spitting some knowledge, some life coach knowledge, if you will. I am a life coach. I have been a life coach now for over eight years. And for some people, that doesn't seem like a long time. But come on, y'all. I'm a millennial. Let's keep it 100 We don't last that long in certain industries, but I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. And I've added a few titles since I've last been around you. So I do have a new part of my business, Black Life Coach Connection Academy, where I am training new life coaches, y'all. I'm so excited about it. And something that keeps coming up for me as I train new coaches, as I mentor other coaches, as I just show up in this world as a life coach, pouring in to other Black women and other people in general, there's something that's been on my mind a lot lately. If you follow me on Instagram, you have probably seen me share this. Perfection is an illusion perfectionism is messing us up y'all it really is I am a reformed perfectionist so I think I got a little bit of knowledge to talk about this so let me go back to my childhood I was a very smart kid very shy kid very quiet kid I tell people now I'm a huge introvert and I'm still sometimes shy but back then back in the day growing up I was extremely shy. I got my confidence from being the smart kid in class. I would raise my hand to answer a question just to prove how correct I was. Okay, it could have been annoying, I get it. It probably was annoying, but it's all good. It was my strength, right? Otherwise, I was quiet, chilling in the corner somewhere, observing everything. However, my need to be right, my need to be correct all the time, weighed heavily on me, even as a young child. My mom still tells this story to people and she'll even bring it up to me that when I was in elementary school, if I had a hard time with homework, I would cry my eyes out because I did not want to get the wrong answer it was that deep to me. I would call the homework hotline. I don't even know if they have that still, but I would call this number, called the homework hotline, ask for help. And if it just didn't click, I would freak out. I would have a fit. I would be in tears, just reduced to tears. And my mom would always try to tell me that it was okay, that I didn't have to get everything right. But in my mind, that was my strength. I needed to be right. I needed to be correct. I don't know how I grew out of it, but I do know that after elementary school, I was still a perfectionist, even until middle school. Um, When middle school rolled around, my parents made it very clear that they had high expectations for my education. I mean, I did really well in elementary school. I was academic and academically gifted, as they said back then, I think it's AIG now. Um, I, I did well on all the standardized tests. I usually finish the test before everyone else. In fifth grade, I was the school spelling bee champ. I made it to the county spelling bee, um, all sorts of things. Even in fifth grade, I finished the fifth grade math book by like October 13th, which is really weird. I remember that. And I went on into sixth grade math, and I was the first student at my school to do it that year. It was that deep, y'all. I was on the math team, super nerdy, super brainy, super smart, right? But I wanted to be perfect. I never wanted to be wrong. So when middle school came around and my parents were like, you have to make straight A's. If you make a B, you'll get in trouble. And that same pressure was on me. I already had pressure on myself to be perfect, and then middle school came and my parents added some pressure and then high school came and they still had that same pressure of, you have to make straight A's. It's funny. In high school, the only B I made was in chorus. Y'all, I was not taking chorus, seriously. It wasn't my thing anymore. I did it just because, um... But I wasn't feeling it like it it was no longer a passion when high school came around. Honestly, I wasn't passionate about chorus in middle school. It was fun in elementary school, but some things you grow out of. But people have expectations, right? I made a B in chorus, which sounds so dumb. But if you're not singing, if you're not participating, if you're not paying attention, I mean, yeah, you get B's. And I was so embarrassed because my mama scheduled a parent-teacher conference with my chorus teacher, y'all, because I had a B on my report card, the only B I made in high school, in chorus. Imagine how crazy I felt. And it was just like this added pressure And my teacher was like, oh, she'll bring it up. Don't worry about it. I don't think I brought that B up, y'all. My mama was mad at me. Eventually, I quit course because it wasn't worth the B. It took away from my perfection, right? Eventually, when I graduated high school, I graduated with a 4.68 weighted GPA because of all the honors and AP classes I took, I was only ranked number eight in a class of like 292. To me, it wasn't good enough. Why? Because I had that stupid B in chorus. I should have been perfect, right? It just wasn't worth it. Once I went to college, I still had pressure on me to do well in college, I ended up only making a B once. Um, And I was at a university that allowed you to graduate summa cum laude, even if you made one B. And so I still graduated summa, but I wasn't the valedictorian because I had one B, right? (sighs) Just thinking about it, makes me kind of sad, but those Bs gave me character. And I'm up here complaining about Bs when some people's good enough is only a C, which is still passing, and that's fine. I had to learn that. And it took years for me to learn to be okay with not having a perfect score or a perfect average. I'm still that brainy person all these years later who now has three degrees, two of them are master's degrees. And guess what? I made these in grad school as well. I still have really high GPAs though, really high, like around 3.9 for both of my master's degrees. But I never got that 4.0, never did. Do I regret it now? No. I put way too much pressure on myself to do well academically, to show some type of perfectionism. And it took me until my last stint in grad school, working towards my MSW, and I didn't even make lower than a B-all, but I remember one of my classmates said, C's get degrees. And it wasn't in the first semester of grad school. <laughs> it took a while for someone to say that. But I'm like, that's real. That's so true. And when they said that, it was like I became free, right? And I've never made a C. I don't know what a C feels like on any type of transcript or report card, but just hearing that validation from someone, I'm like, you know what? Sometimes you're good enough is good enough. And that's in everything. Once I embraced that C's get degrees, and despite me not making a C, I ran with it. Sometimes we put way too much pressure on ourselves, or we allow other people to put pressure on us to meet these high expectations, when, in all honesty, our good enough is good enough. We are dealing with the weight of the world. We're dealing with collective trauma, individual trauma. We are dealing with the ups and downs of life. Life is not easy. I mean, we're still in the middle of a pandemic that has been going on for basically two years now. Life isn't easy. So why do we expect perfection we should be happy that we're still waking up every morning with the activity of our limbs. Oh, my goodness. Can y'all tell I grew up in an old Southern like Baptist church down in South Carolina? They say that a lot. You wake up with the activity of your limbs. But now nah, for real, because so many people aren't able to move their limbs freely. So many people aren't able to take deep breaths right now because of this ongoing pandemic. So many people are unable to see their families and give them hugs. So many people are suffering. There are natural disasters going on from hurricanes to wildfires to earthquakes and everything in between. People are living in poverty. They don't know where their next meal will come from. They will not know like of a safe place to sleep. But they're still here. And some of us, some of us, we are so privileged. We are not suffering to the extent of some other people. And I'm not saying compare yourself, but I'm saying focus on your blessings sometimes. Be grateful for what you have. Be grateful for what you can do. Be grateful. When you are grateful and you do things with purpose, instead of seeking perfection, you invite so much peace into your life. When you rely solely on the pressures of this world to expect perfection out of every little thing you do, You stop showing up. You stop trying because you realize that perfection is unobtainable. No one's perfect. No one has written a perfect book. No one has created the perfect business. No one has the perfect family. No one has the perfect career. No one has the perfect relationship. We're all struggling. I'm not saying don't pursue healthy interactions and joy, but I am saying is, you know, let up off some of that pressure. Let it go. It's okay to lower your expectations sometimes. And this is coming from a person who has Truly, truly high expectations of themselves and other people, but I've learned, I've learned over the years that sometimes you can't be perfect. Honestly, you can never be perfect. You can only strive to be better than you were yesterday. And guess what? Sometimes you can't be better than yesterday. Sometimes you can just, you know, get yourself out of bed and get by. And there may be days where you can't even get out of bed, but you're still here. So be grateful for what you can do. Be grateful for what you're willing to do. Embrace your purpose. Do things with purpose. Do things with intentionality. Show up to be a blessing to yourself and others. Go easy on yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Show a little compassion to yourself. When you fall short of the mark that you have set for yourself, don't beat yourself up. It's not worth it. But be your own friend. Hold yourself accountable and try again next time. Try to be better. If you're better, great. If you don't quite meet the mark, it's fine. Just know that as long as you have breath in your body, you have another opportunity to try again. Life is short, y'all. Appreciate the life you have. Work toward the goals that you want and find your blessings in every lesson of life. Nothing will ever, ever, ever be perfect, but a lot of things are good enough. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Peace, Purpose, and Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Life Coach Sharika Dunstan.